Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Welcome to the Viking Age podcast. I'm your host, Adam Patrick. I'm the editor and lead writer for thevikingage.com. And as always, I'm joined by Chris Shad, who writes for us here at the Viking Age, as well as Bring Me the News and Zone coverage. Uh, before we start today's show, make sure if you're watching this on YouTube to uh, subscribe to our channel, like this video if you are already, or if you have already, we greatly appreciate you. Um, and then make sure to follow the Viking Age on Twitter and Facebook. Um, all right, Chris, let's just get right into it. And we were going to, you know, just talk about the week 13 matchup between the Jets and Vikings. But then Patrick Peterson decided to probably create some unnecessary controversy on uh, a recent episode of his podcast. So, uh, Patrick Peterson, uh, we know. Used to be uh, with the Cardinals, former uh, Arizona Cardinals first-round pick, all-pro cornerback. Now he's with the Vikings. He hasn't been shy about um, not liking the way how things ended with the Cardinals. Uh, had a lot to say after the Vikings beat the Cardinals earlier this year, and now he seems to still be kind of fixated on the Cardinals because on uh, a recent episode of his podcast, All Things uh, Covered, with Brian McFadden, uh, he was asked about uh, Cliff Kingsbury and if he would be the scapegoat for the Cardinals' problems this year. And Pearson was pretty pretty quick to agree and say yes, of course. And then he was asked whether Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray would you know maybe stick up for Kingsbury um, and maybe fight for him to, to stick around. And uh, Patrick Peterson decided to say no, uh, Kyler Murray. Quote, Kyler Murray, don't care about nobody but Kyler Murray. That's just a matter of fact. And then Kyler Murray saw this, responded on uh, his Twitter account and wrote, uh, this isn't true. You want some weird shit? You got my number. If you really feel like uh, this as a, quote, big bro or, quote, mentor, 
you're supposed to call me and tell me, not drag me, so your podcast can grow. That's pretty much the end of it. Um, and uh, hopefully it is the end of it. But does it... <laughs> Does it bother you at all that Peterson continues to like keep starting shit with his his former team? I, it, it's obviously something that that bothers him, and he still doesn't like how things ended, and he feels like he can't get over it. Um, even though the Vikings are nine and two, and the Cardinals are not good, but for some reason Patrick Peterson still talks about his old team. Does it does it bother you at all? I don't care. <laughs> I I don't. I mean, that's not exactly jaw dropping analysis for me, but I mean, it it doesn't matter to me if he's pissed off at the Cardinals and he he feels the need to sound off. And I mean, I'm sure I have not seen the clip. Uh, I know what he said. I, so I am familiar with it, but I mean, it, he's probably just stating what we already know. Right. I mean, there's not come out of the, yeah, I will say this. He didn't come out of the blue. He didn't, he wasn't like, hold on, hold on. Kyler Murray. Self, he we're talking Vikings Jets. Hey, Kyle Murray sucks. Uh, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He, no, he, he I, didn't do that. He was asked a question by his co-host, and he had, he answered it. So it was kind of you know if it was the co-host who the co-host knew what he was doing. Brian McFadden, mm-hmm. he knew he knew what was going to happen with this. So he's a little guilty of this as well. But yeah, he didn't come out and just say Kyle Murray selfish. <laughs> like Patrick Peterson strikes me as a guy that's going to be in media at the end of his career, just because oh, he's yeah. very thoughtful. He's very insightful with his answers and everything else. And I think he was just, I mean, I don't think he's the only current or ex Cardinal to think that about Kyler. Murray. Right. No, I, right. I mean, I, I have not watched the hard knocks, but I can't imagine there's too many flattering things about Kyler. I have, I, I mean, have they been like, Oh yeah. Kyler Murray hero. Yeah. There has you know, they have like um specific you know in hard knocks how they focus on some players at certain times and they'll have like they'll go into their background and everything. I'm three episodes in. I think the the fourth one came out last night. There hasn't been like a profile on on Kyler Murray, right? They did one on Colt McCoy, uh, before they did one on Kyler Murray. Um and every time I see Kyler Murray on the stage, he he acts like a, it seems like he's a kid, like he's super talented and everything, but he's, he's also what, 25. So he still really is a kid when you compare him to everyone else in that locker room. But yeah, he, um, there hasn't really been a focus on him and I'm, I'm probably pretty sure there's a reason for that. So, so, so I mean, I, you know, I don't really care. I mean, everybody's got a podcast. Everybody says things now and then, yeah. I mean, this is just gaining attention because Patrick Peterson isn't the only guy. Like it is a national storyline that Kyler Murray's leadership is probably a little bit lacking that maybe he does need to grow up a little bit and put down the video games. I love video games. I mean, I I'm probably going to go play NCAA 14 after this podcast, (laughs) but I, I mean, at some point too, you have to be like, okay, I'm, I'm the leader of this franchise. I'm a CEO. Um, you know, it, it reminds me of, and this is a cross sport reference, but Carl Anthony Towns, who comes off as this kind of fake leader, and you know, he, he just doesn't have any leadership skills. Although he's supremely talented, he just does right. not. He does not lead teams. So I mean, I, I'm we're kind of seeing that with Kyla Murray, and I think Patrick Peterson just felt that a little bit. And like I said, it was not an unprompted answer. He was asked a question and he gave a valid response. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, he's not he's not the only person who thinks this because I think I was reading uh the the article by Mike Mike Florio on this on Pro Football Talk and he mentioned how the the rumor of Larry Fitzgerald deciding to retire had had, had something to do with Kyler Murray's you know lack of leadership and him not being the greatest of uh, teammates to work with. Um, so yeah, Kyler Murray. You know, it reminds me like of a, there's a lot of players like. Every player in the NFL is is talented. You get the NFL, it's like you're like 0.01 percentage of the population to to make that uh, to get that goal. And then the people who excel the most are usually the people that are able to also get like the most out of their their teammates. Um, and it doesn't really feel like Kyler, Kyler Murray is able to do that right now. You know if he gets a different coach who can get that out of him, I think that's possible. I think like, you know, I don't see Pete Carroll going anywhere, but I feel like if he was with someone like Pete Carroll, like that would be a much better situation for him. Cause he's more of a player's coach and he can be like, Hey, you know, like let's, let's do this, go do this. And that might work better. But right now Cliff Kingsbury, I don't think he's, he's, he's not the right guy for, for this, this Cardinals team. And it's pretty clear with their, their record. Do you think, you know, Kevin O'Connell has to have a talk with Peterson or anything about this. Like, hey, just like chill out, dude. We're we're nine and two. Stop. You know, I know you have a podcast, but if if you don't need to be creating it, because now this is national headlines. Like, this is all over ESPN. This is CBS. All that stuff. Like, this is, and obviously for good reason, because people know that people are gonna want to read about it. But like. Does Kevin O'Connell need to step in here and be like, hey, no more. Let's just you want to talk about that dude doing the offseason. He'll probably step in. But I mean, I, I, I don't think it's like a crisis thing. Like, it's not something that's going to tear apart the Vikings. I think more than anything, it's probably just going to be, you know, football is weird. He could be on the field. And I don't know if he sees like he talked about. I'm just kind of going back to a interview he had with KFAN where he said, you know, Kevin O'Connell did have to tell him to calm down a little bit when he was playing the Cardinals because he yep. was just yep. overamped basically. And, you know, that whole game, he was just kind of like a wreck. I mean, thankfully, the Vikings aren't going to see the Cardinals uh, the rest of the year unless they right. make some kind of just bonkers push towards the playoffs. Um, but I, I don't think it's something that it's like, hey, shut the hell up or, you know, right. whatever. I, I think that, you know, like I said, it he wasn't the one who initiated it. Right. He just, he was asked a question and answered it. So, and taking it from the other perspective, you, you, the best corners in the NFL usually have this kind of like mindset where it's like, just F everybody. Like I'm yeah, like, I'm the best, like you're my, my old situation was terrible. I'm, I got out of there. Like look at someone like Jalen Ramsey, who if Jalen Ramsey says this, no one cares. No, no one's like, Oh, okay. That's just that's what he does, yeah. because it's Patrick Peterson, because it's his old team, because it's Kyler Murray. Like it's it's different, but like you you want your cornerbacks to have this kind of mentality where it's like you know I'm the best. And right now, uh, this season, Patrick Peterson pretty good. I think he's the fifth uh, best graded corner by PFF this year. Yeah, that's I, I mean good. he's he this <clears throat> Patrick Peterson is way better than last year's Patrick Peterson. Correct. So when you're playing well, you can say whatever the hell you want, basically. You know, I mean, Sauce mm-hmm. Gardner's walking around with a cheese head after beating the Packers. Yeah. You know why? Because yeah. he beat the Packers. Yeah. You know, yeah. he can do that. 
I saw some people like, oh, that's too much. That's too much. No, no. Nah, it's, nah. If he runs around doing the skull chant after beating he's the Vikings. Gonna, he's going to you know? do that. They're going to do that. They 100%. Are gonna, they are going to do that. It's like, it's like, you know, defensive linemen that are like doing the gritty after a sack or mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or doing Which the I like, I think it was, I think it's Darius Smith like a couple years ago did the Daniel Hunter uh, like burst through the door thing when he was on the Packers. So it's just, and then he wound up being teammates. It's, yeah. And then they did it together. Uh, it's just competition. It's just, you know, this is what, this is what happens in sports, NFL. These guys are playing a kid's game. They like to have fun too. Uh, but here's a question. At this moment, would you rather have as the Vikings quarterback, Kirk Cousins or Kyler Murray? <laughs> if we were playing Madden, I'd say Kyler Murray, mm-hmm. which is fitting because Madden's a video game. And mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I I just personally, I like that skill set of like running around, yeah. making plays, looking downfield. I feel like for what Kevin O'Connell is doing, I feel like Kirk is a better quarterback. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. his leadership, we've seen that this year. People are gravitating to Kirk. He's like doing the whole chains thing Kirk and everything o. else. And maybe he, maybe he's like not comfortable with it, but I think it's working. And mm-hmm. I think that, you know, I mean, they're both on the same pay scale now. Mm-hmm. So I'd probably go with Kirk in this, you know, real life scenario. It's so weird. You wouldn't have said that. Uh, no, no, I didn't say that. Three, I actually had Kyler Murray. I had four of months. Kirk yeah. Three or yeah. four months ago. You would not. No, but nobody would have said like Kirk stands would have said that, but we're frauds, but, uh, but we're yeah, confirmed but, frauds now. No. <laughs> Everybody's just going to light us just up. Like, hey, just like, just like, just like the Vikings. So, yeah. You know, um, what? Yeah. It's uh, no, I, I wouldn't want like base Kyler Murray based on how much he gets paid based on his skill level. The Cardinals should be one of the best teams in the NFL. If not just like fighting for, their, their division title and they're not even close. I think they have four wins. Um, when you pay a quarterback like that, that's unacceptable. I know he's missed a few games, but you know they should be able to be a contender uh, with that kind of quarterback and that kind of skill set. He is very talented, but like I said already, he reminds me of like some players where you know they have all the talent in the world. They kind of maybe fall back on that a little bit more than they should. And and don't really worry about all of like the the work that actually has to be put in like that clause in his contract about studying film for four hours a week that was put in there for a reason that wasn't random um, that was put in there for a reason and you know it got taken out or whatever because it and it was made public by his agent but that was put in there for a reason it's clear that you know there's something that you know he might not do like some other quarterbacks do. Uh, so, you know, it, it makes me think of guys like, uh, I'm listening to this podcast now, so it, this is why it comes to my mind, but 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 Ryan Leaf, not to that, that extent, but like tons, tons of talent, tons of talent. But he just didn't have what it took to, you know, put it all together in the NFL, be that leader. Um, and, you know, guys, guys like Jeff George too, like they were like, there's a lot of guys who had lots of talent, but for whatever reason, they get in the NFL and it's just, it doesn't matter because everyone has talent in the NFL. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'd rather have Kirk cousins. That's so, that's so weird to say. 
Uh, all right, moving on to our next topic, which has to do with uh, with Christian Derisa, who suffered his second concussion in two weeks uh, against the Patriots. Uh, no, no, against the, the Cowboys. Um, because he did not play against the Patriots. Uh, and Blake Prandle, um stepped in for him and did pretty well. But uh, he, had, he had a bunch of help from tight ends and, and running backs. But but um, Christian Arasaw was out. He still, uh, he did not practice on Wednesday. Um, Kevin O'Connell said there's really no timetable for his return, which is understandable. You know, given what we saw with, with Tua earlier this year, I'm I'm not going to say that Christian Derrissaw's concussions are to the extent of Tua's. We also don't know um, just because, you know, certain people react different ways when they get concussions. Tua was stumbling all over the place, and I don't think we saw that from Christian Derrissaw. But, but you know, it seems like Derrissaw is going to miss multiple games, including this weekend against the Jets. I wouldn't be surprised if he makes, misses the next one. Um so Christian Derrissaw not being out there in multiple games, does this kind of, you know, does the Vikings shot at the number one seed in the NFC go down the drain if they don't have him on the field? Well, the next two weeks are interesting. I mean, this game against the Jets is going to be really interesting, too, because yep. the Jets have a pretty good pass rush. Yep. Uh, Detroit has Aiden Hutchinson, who Christian Derrissaw completely yep. neutralized in week three. Yep. So that was that would be a loss there. And then uh, you have the Colts, who I just don't know how to figure them out. Um, <laughs> just it's hard to take them seriously with Jeff Saturday as coach. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the whole I I ain't scared, bro, type of thing. Um, I, I don't hard to shake that out of my head. You know, I, I think I think the Vikings can win these games without Christian Derrissaw. I think they did enough. I mean, they stopped Matthew Judon last week against the Patriots. Um, You can't expect like Chris, Chris, Chris John. I have baseball on the brain, I guess, since I'm wearing the twins at, but um, Christian Derrissaw type performance in these scenarios. But um, I think they can keep pace. Like I said, I, I think if the Vikings lose a game, it's going to be, for another reason than the offensive line. I, I very concerned about the secondary still, even yep, with yep, yep. players getting back. I, I think I, I, these are just winnable games. I, I don't think any of these games I look at and be like, Oh, there's no way the Vikings can't beat the lions without Christian Darius. Oh, there's no way the Vikings can beat you know, the Colts or the giants or yeah, Jordan love and the Packers and the bears mm-hmm. that that's the whole schedule. I just lifted it off like <laughs> stream of consciousness. I don't know. I'm really weird. I I did a workout and now like my body's just like what? <laughs> uh, uh, like I don't know. Just, um, just bear with me today. Yeah, I think it's not going to make things any easier if he's not out there. Obviously, he's he's been playing like he's been playing like an all pro. Um, hopefully, he still gets that nod this year. I I don't think he's going to now with missing this time. Um, but he he's deserving of of that you know recognition if he gets an all pro nod this year, um, and it makes things it makes the offense for the Vikings probably more more dangerous because they don't have to have a tight end or a running back hanging back to help out you know on the left side of the line they can just have Darasab over there by himself and they can do different things with their offense um, so that will limit them a little bit but they're gonna have a tough time with the Jets. Uh, especially, you know, whether Derrissaw is out there or not. The Jets are a very good defense and one of the best in the league. Uh, have a very good pass rush. So 
I don't know. I still think they can. I still think they're in contention for the number one seed, um, even if Derisaw misses multiple games. Um, I believe you know Dalvin Thompson's expected to come back this weekend against the Jets. Uh, Caleb Evans expected to come back. Uh, well, it's Cameron Dancer is probably going to be back. Um, not this weekend, but probably against the Lions. Um, so they're getting a lot of a bunch of guys back. You know, Andrew Booth isn't playing. He's he's out for the rest of the year, but he wasn't really doing that hot anyways when he was on the field. Um, so you know, the Vikings have doing have been doing pretty good filling in for for guys that are injured, and I expect them to do the same. I feel more confident. Like if Christian Darrisaw was going to miss multiple games with the previous regime, with the Zimmer regime, which didn't really feel like they made that many adjustments regarding you know, regardless of who is out there, they're like, oh well, you're left tackle, you got to be by yourself every play. Uh, T.J. Clemmings. It uh, doesn't matter. Um, but I think, you know, this regime knows that they can't just leave Blake Brandle out there, you know, on an island by himself every play because that will just not, they won't be able to do, they'll be, it'll be the Cowboys game. They won't be able to do anything on offense at all. But, you know, looking back specifically at Derrissaw, you know, he's got, he's gotten two concussions in two weeks in a row. Looking back, he probably shouldn't have played against the Cowboys. Probably should have not done that, but the big game that he probably wanted to play. Um, Any clear protocol. It wasn't like they yeah, yeah, tossed yeah. him out there. You know. Right, 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 right. Should we be concerned about Derrissaw's maybe long-term future with the Vikings? You know, just future in, in football, I guess, in general with these, with these multiple concussions in, in two weeks. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby! Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. 
break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. I think a little bit. I, I mean, it's it's hard to know, right? right. I, I mean, we all thought he was fine when he came back against the Cowboys and, you know, three plays later, it's like, oh, he's not okay. Right. So, and, and I think we've seen too, you can pass protocol and not be ready to play. I, I think maybe that's going to be something that gets tweaked. Like maybe, yep. you know, they, they might get to the point where they say, if you get a concussion in a game, you're not playing next week. Yep. Like automatic, like two week minimum, yep. like you're, you're done. And I mean that, you know, some players would probably, you know, the football guys would probably be like, what do you mean? I feel fine. I can do everything. You know, no, 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 you're not like just to err on the side of caution. And it, it's also tough to do something like that because, you know, people pay. So let, let's say knock on wood, but let's say Justin Jefferson gets a concussion, okay. you know, all the money that's, you know, fans are paying. I mean, there is a $150 get in price for Sunday's game to go see Mike White wow. against Kirk Cousins. <laughs> and granted, this is like, you know, super sub Mike White against 1 p.m. Kirk Cousins. So this mm-hmm. is like the rock and yeah. stone cold Steve Austin yeah. uh, going head to head at for WrestleMania sure. 17. For but sure. um you know, it's just, yeah, it's hard to know. I, I mean, you got to be a little bit concerned. My guess is we'll see him on. The, if he's not back by the end of the season, I would be very worried about Christian Derrissaw. But yeah, if he comes back at some point this season, plays a couple games, looks fine. You know, you, you just kind of worry about it down the road, but it's not like a glaring concern. If he doesn't play the rest of the year, there's problems. But yeah, I think he's he's gonna miss this game, so it'll be two games that he's missed. Um, I was looking back at 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 Tua, not that the Dolphins doctors are the best to go off of with their decisions, but he only missed two games. Um, so this weekend and last week would be two games for Darisaw. And do you really need him for Detroit? I was gonna say I don't. Re- I wouldn't really be surprised if they just kept him out for another game just to be precautious because the Vikings are gonna make the playoffs. They're mm-hmm. gonna need Darisaw in the playoffs, so they could clinch on uh, Sunday with the win and uh, Lions loss. Yeah, so, so do you want Darisaw in the playoffs, or do you want him in Week 15 or 14 to beat the Lions? I think we all know the answer to that. So I don't know. Has, gotta save those kneecaps, man. <laughs> so if he um, has to sit out, then whatever, that's fine. You know. He's he's in his second year. The Vikings have to be you have to be worried about not worried, but just your priority probably has to be more on his long term future um, than, you know, this season right now. That's that's the smart way to go. You know, you're not going to you're not probably not going to have many opportunities to be nine and two in the NFL. Um, so you want to take advantage of the season as much as possible. But you, you also want to make sure that Christian Darius uh, is there for the next few years to, to help you try and get back to being nine and two. So I wouldn't be surprised if he misses uh, the Lions game as well. So he would return maybe week 15 against the Colts. I think that that's probably, probably the best case scenario for, for Christian Derrissaw. And then if, yeah, if he's missed, if he's out until 
week 17 New Year's Day against the Packers, I think that's pretty concerning. But I also kind of feel comfortable with this this injury staff, this training staff that the Vikings have now because they seem pretty up to date as far as like more procedures to help you stay healthy for the now and for the future. So um, I, I would be less worried if he is out for an extended period of time with this training staff. So um, it is funny when you think about it that way, when uh, people were so up in arms because Eric Sugarman got fired, <laughs> like, uh, just like, yeah. why did they get rid of the trainer? Yeah. Well, it turned out to be okay because nobody he, seems to be he had, right now. He had some question marks before he was like, Oh, he, yeah. He, <laughs> there's like a little the, bit of skeletons in the closet. Yeah. There's some, um, there's some, there's a couple old dead spin articles, uh, with him involved what that don't paint him in the greatest light. So wasn't surprised by that uh, dismissal. All right. The Vikings take on the jets on Sunday noon central time kickoff inside us bank stadium. Um, just prime prime Kirk cousins time. The uh, Vikings, I believe right now on FanDuel are currently favored by three. Yes, they are three points and the over under do we know the announcers though? It's uh, Ian Eagle, I think. Oh, okay. Or or Ian Eagle. I don't. That's know. That's right. It's a CBS game, so it's right. not Chris Myers and right. Mark Schlereth or right. whoever. I like I no. like Ian, Ian Eagle. He's Ian Eagle is awesome. I, his I, kid, Ian, his yeah. kids is very good too. Noah Eagle. Yeah, yeah. Um, both uh, both Syracuse alums. Um, yes. You know, prestigious, prestigious. Journalism Go orange, school. right? Yes, yes, yes. Um, over under is 44 and a half, which is much higher than it was for the Vikings, uh, Patriots game, I believe. Um, but it'll be tough. The, the, the Jets, the Jets are good this year. Jets are, you know, I think they're in their third place in the AFC East, which is one of the best divisions in football this year. They're seven and four. Um, you know, they have one of the best defenses in the league right now. Um, Robert Sala is doing really good work with, with that team and they look to be heading in the right direction. Um, they need to figure their quarterback situation out, but right now they're doing uh, pretty well. So the Vikings will win on Sunday. If what happens, Um, I think they'll win. If, if Justin Jefferson has a big game, and that's not exactly a given because a lot of people are looking at this going like, oh, Jefferson and Sauce Gardner. But what do the Vikings like to do? They like to move Justin Jefferson all throughout the formation, right? Yep, yep. Sauce Gardner has just six coverage snaps in the slot this season. And he's primarily played, um, I can't remember the terminology, but I was listening to the Locked On Vikings podcast this morning, and they said that, He's routinely played away from these top receivers. Now they had him follow Stefan Diggs a little bit and play the boundary side, which is the shorter side of the field. So he usually plays the long side. I, I'm trying to remember the terminology that they said, but when I listen to that, I think, okay, what do the, the Vikings love moving Justin Jefferson around? I think that he can have a big game. And, and like, I don't know who on this offense is going to step up. Jermaine Johnson has been very good against the run. Uh, so that could neutralize Dalvin Cook after a rough game against the Patriots. Um, we've seen this receiver group. I know Adam Thielen's from Minnesota and hates dry turkey, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's amazing, right? Um, but I, like 
it's been very rare for a receiver not named Justin Jefferson to step up. Maybe TJ Hawkinson can have a big game. I'm not sure how the Jets go against tight end, but I mean, this defense was ranked 31st by Pro Football Focus last year. Mm-hmm. Now they are number one. Mm-hmm. It, it is a great turnaround. It's a testament to the roster that Robert Sala and Joe Douglas have built over the course of a year. The only thing they've gotten wrong is the quarterback. And that could be, you know, super sub Mike White trying to lead the Jets to victory. I don't like his odds in U.S. Bank Stadium. So I think the key will be Justin Jefferson. I'm not sure what the exact key is. It's one of those weird ones. But somebody has stepped up for the Vikings throughout the season. And I, I don't expect anything different on Sunday. Yeah, last week, uh, Mike White had the opportunity to go against the Chicago Bears uh, in the pouring rain on their home field. The Bears, who currently rank 27th in uh, scoring. The Garrett Wilson touchdown, the long one, like there is a Bears player like hurt on the field. They were playing with 10 guys on that play. And he's like, oh, Eddie Jackson got hurt. Yeah. Yeah. He's what was an Achilles or something. But like, he's just like sitting there and he just runs right past him. I'm like, well, (laughs) that wouldn't have been a score if, you know, that didn't happen. Uh, Take what you can get, I guess. um, Yeah. I don't know about saying that wouldn't be a score with this, this bend, don't break defense because there's a lot of bending uh, going on with the Vikings. They are gummy. Yeah. yeah, They're they're just like Stretch Armstrong this year. Like, I think we just dated the shit out of ourselves with those two references, <laughs> by the way. Gumby, what what the hell's in Gumby? What, what? Stretch Armstrong? Who the who the bleep is that? Those oh man, side note, Stretch Armstrong, those used to get like so hard you could like chuck them at people's head. It'd be like throwing like a rock at their head. It would <laughs> like it was a weapon. Um <laughs> back to the game. Even rob if, a bank with a stretch armstrong even, all even if Sauce Gardner isn't covering. Justin Jefferson, the Jets still have a really good uh, number two corner as well. DJ Reed Jr. is mm-hmm. the number 12 corner, uh, graded corner by PFF this year. So he's no slouch either. Uh, they have a very good secondary. So scoring points, gaining pass yards against this Jets defense is is going to be a tall task. Uh, they've allowed, I believe, under 200 passing yards in the last four games. They haven't allowed more than 218 passing yards since week three. Um, so bang that under for whatever Kirk Cousins uh, passing yards are this week. But but we thought this uh, a lot about this last week, I feel like, against uh, the Patriots. The Patriots have a very good defense, too. Uh, they're, they're number one, number two, DVOA, all that fun stuff. And the Vikings just scored 33 points on them. Seven of that was kick return. Okay, take that away. That's still uh, 26 points from the offense. That's pretty good against a, a number one defense. So the Vikings can find ways to score. Kevin O'Connell's pretty creative. I feel like he's going to go into this game with a good game plan. They've had extra time to prepare for this because they played on Thursday. Um, so they'll have you know some extra days to get that game plan kind of sorted out. Um but as far as what they need to do to win, I feel like they need to get pressure on Mike White. You know, get that stadium real loud. Make sure he can't hear. He's he's not a starting quarterback for a reason. Um, and you know, he's got talent or whatever, but he's not a starting quarterback. And anything you can do to 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 ruffle his feathers or fluster him or whatever, you need to do. Um, Zadaria Smith. Hopefully, this this extended period of time to this mini buy will help him get a little healthier because he did. 
he wasn't much of a factor uh, against the Patriots. He had five pressures, but I feel like four of those probably came in like the last drive um, that the Patriots had. So they need more help. Delvin, if Delvin Tomlinson's coming back, that's huge because he's been really good with the as a pass rusher this year as well. So <clears throat> I think getting to Mike White will uh, be the key to uh, the Vikings beating the Jets on Sunday. And also, Greg Joseph, make your extra <laughs> points, man. What is going on? Come on. I think I saw somebody's miss an extra point or a kick in five of his last seven games. Come on, man. Get your get your shit together. Um, the Vikings will lose to the Jets on Sunday if what happens. Um, the offensive line gets dominated. Because Quinton Williams is, I think he's fourth in pro football focuses grades. The other guys are like Chris Jones, Aaron Donald, and I can't remember the other guy. But he's really good. Trust me on that one. Uh, he's also seventh in pressures right now. Yeah, he's and fourth. Of course. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, so he's fourth. So I named him. Okay, never mind. Yep. Um, but yeah, he's seventh in pressures right now. Yep. Uh, obviously, the Vikings interior of the defensive line isn't very good. Uh, he normally lines up against left guard. So, you know, out of the three, him going against Ezra Cleveland isn't bad. But Cleveland he also might... allowed nine pressures to Jonathan yeah. Allen. So we don't really know. Yeah, he um, might have a different game plan on uh, on Sunday, though. I think Sal yeah. will be like, hey, why don't you go against Ed Ingram? Because he's terrible. <laughs> Look at this guy. Look at yeah. like he Ed Ingram has 45 quarterback pressures. And I think the next guy has like 34. Like, and, and you know, he, he's a rookie. He's a rookie. I, I like him in the run blocking game. Like, you know, Dakota yeah. Dozer was just completely worthless. Like there there's something with Ed Ingram that you can point to and be like, Okay, he's really good at this. Like, can yeah, you fix the, the pass protection? He yeah. has a ceiling. Yeah, Dakota Dozier was just a trash can, basically. <laughs> I mean, Dakota. I mean, Ed Ingram's pretty close right now, but you know, who was before? Who was before Dozier? Who was that? Was was somebody else who was terrible too? Was uh, it Remmers? Uh, it, well, wasn't Josh Klein? Was he on the right side? Josh or, Klein, or, yes. Or but Ezra he wasn't. Cle- I don't think he was terrible. He was just bad. No. Ezra Cleveland was over there. For a little bit yep. as a rookie, then Dozier, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Ali Udo. Um, oh God, yes. <laughs> the day. Before hey, you know how camp. you play tackle? You know how you play tackle your whole career? We're gonna make you a guard. We and drafted. Really we drafted Wyatt Davis in the third round, but he yeah. sucks. So good not, luck. Not only with are we gonna make you a guard, but you're gonna start. Oh, okay. is Wyatt Davis still on the Giants practice squad? No, he got right? released a long time ago. Yeah, so he's just chilling. He's either on like he's on like the Saints or the Cardinals or something. Like Saints sounds familiar because they were talking about the possibility of him starting at one point <laughs> against the Vikings, which would he's have on been the, he's on the he's hilarious. on the Cardinals right now. I think he's on the Cardinals practice. Cardinals, okay. That's yeah. like his third practice squad. He yeah yeah man. I don't know what happened, man. Like how are you a two time All American? You come in the NFL and you're just terrible. But you know we don't know. Like not even on a roster, good. No. no. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, the offensive line is huge against this defense. I think not turning the ball over. We've seen Kirk Cousins have some some boneheaded throws, uh, especially last week against the Patriots. He had one interception, then he had a couple throws there where you're like, oh, I think, uh, uh, what's his face? K.J. Osborne saved another pick by ripping the ball out of uh, cornerback's hands. The Vikings receivers apparently just love to just rip the balls out of uh, cornerback's hands. 
recently. How about they just get the ball thrown to their hands instead of having to do that? Um, yeah, limiting turnovers because I feel like this is a, a Jets team that doesn't, you know, they're going to have a backup quarterback. Don't give them, you know, don't give them possession of the football on like your own 30 yard line or your, your 40 yard line. That's just, you're just giving the, the ball game away. Um, special teams got to be on point as well. I, I just read about how Matt Daniels um, and their assistant special teams coach basically just drew up that return play from scratch for Kane while we went on that touchdown return. So it feels like they're kind of maybe getting somewhere with him because he's been kind of, he's been kind of quiet this year until that, that uh, kick return. So hopefully that's a a sign of more good to come, but yeah, limiting turnovers. Like it's, it's all the stuff we always talk about how they're going to lose. Like seems so simple, but like, don't 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 turn the ball over. Don't give them easy stuff. You're at home. Win this game. Get to ten and two. You know, keep track with the Eagles. Who <clears throat> the Eagles are playing the Titans. That's not a game game for no. for for the Eagles. Um, so you know you could make some serious ground if you just take care of your own business. Beat the Jets. Um, so so yeah. Uh, final score prediction. You got anything? The over under is forty four and a half. <sighs> I haven't even thought of this, but um, all right. Vikings are incapable of winning a game by less than a possession. Correct. So that that is, and we got 44. I'm going to go 24-21. <laughs> I think it'll be close. I also see yours in front of me, and <laughs> um, that's why I'm just kind of like, yeah, it sounds about right. Oh, you're doing. I don't. I don't know. I thought they were going to score 13 points last week, and they had a chance to hang 40 on Belichick. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't know, know what this team's going to do from week to week. It's noon. Noon, Kirk Cousins. So you, you never know. It's going to happen. Peyton just, Manning and Tom Brady against four or five, Mike White. Four you know five, what? Touchdown game. You mentioned. Right? You also mentioned pressure. I, I was going to point this out as well. Mike White had 30 dropbacks on Sunday against the Bears. He's pressured on three of them. I think I mentioned it in the last episode too, but I mean, it just still blows my mind. So when you have, but the other thing is too, like Mike White had eight interceptions last year. Five of them were with a clean pocket. So it's just like a throw. It's like, all right, I got, oh no, no. He's going to make mistakes. Yes. So you got to, especially if you can get in the backfield. Yeah. And I, I, and I, I don't, I think the Vikings haven't had a turnover in um, their last two games. And that's something that they, um, were able to do. They had a turnover in every other game, and that's part of like the bend don't break defense. You're like you're bending and bending and bending, and then you get a, a turnover, and that's that's your stop. But they haven't gotten a turnover in the last two weeks, and I think going against someone like Mike White, you'll get you're going to get your chances. So you got to take advantage of those as well. And I know for a fact one of those three pressures by the Bears was by Mister Armin Watts because I know he had a sack. Last week, I caught that. Congratulations! Um, I think it was his first one with the Bears too. Yes, I think so too. Only took until week thirteen. No, Armin Watts. Armin Watts and Amir Smith Marset. Well, both went to the Bears. What will we do? What are they thinking? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, yeah, and I, yeah, I got twenty four twenty. So you took the prices right uh, route and just went with the uh, the dollar (laughs) ahead of me at twenty four (laughs) twenty one. So we'll see. He was right, but uh, yeah, that's it for for today's show. We'll be back on on Monday, hopefully after a win. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, again, make sure to subscribe to this channel and like this video, and uh, follow 
the Viking Age on Twitter and Facebook. The audio version of this podcast will be available probably tomorrow morning uh, on Apple Podcasts, the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, um, what else? iHeart, wherever you get your podcasts, it'll be available. But until next time, Chris and I talk to you later. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.